What's good, everybody? With the winter sports in full swing now, we had a great midweek for many of these local teams, and it was just a great sight to see all of these teams really getting competitive and back in the action. We will start with the boys' basketball team, who is taking on sisters at home. Michael Lundy took control early and didn't look back as he dropped 15 points in the first quarter alone on four three-pointers highlighted by a four-point play at the buzzer, putting his team up 13 going into the second. In the second, the Warriors' defense shined through, holding the Outlaws to just three points in the quarter to take a 32-11 lead at the break. In the third, the Warriors' ball movement finally started to find players' opportunities, and many players seized them as Chase Beardsley, Ty May, Chad Russell, Lundy, and Cole Matthews, who was making his season debut, all contributed to the point total in the third. Mark Grimmer closed the game out with two steals for a fast break layup, as well as a pair of free throws that gave the Warriors that, the win by a 25-point margin. The biggest takeaway for me was the other players will need to get more confident in taking shots that get set up for them. In this one, Lundy and May combined for 38 of the Warriors' 53 total points. Now, don't get me wrong. When guys are hot, feed them. Feed them, of course. But when you got to play, set up, be confident, take that shot, and believe you can get the job done. Because the more scores this team has, then the more chemistry and trust they will develop in one another. And once that trust is in one another and that is made, the offense will be able to flow much smoother and the way it is supposed to instead of just always relying on one go-to guard and uh, guard and toward and forward, night in and night out. As far as the ladies, they headed to sisters to take care of business. It was surprisingly close early on, as it was a low-scoring exchange, with both teams combining for less than 20 first-quarter points, keeping it a one-point possession game. But... The Warriors started looking normal again in the second as their domination on a 22-4 run in the second with Kramer scoring 9 of the team's 22 to get in a more comfortable spot. But Kramer continued her relentless play in the third, scoring 10 of the team's 19 points while still holding the Outlaws to just 5 points of their own. Mia Rust also contributed double figures in the win with 15 points of her own as the Warriors take care of business, wiping sisters 61-25, to improving to 3-0 on the season. Out to the mat we go where the Warriors had three duels over the span of two days. The first of them was against Taft where the Warriors dominated, winning 16 of the 23 bouts. Me, Chase Ringwald, and Caleb and Isaiah Blackburn each had two falls. Ben Hernandez, Graydon Fairbanks, David Griffith, Connor Cohn, Jacob Williams, and Blaze Pindell each had one fall. Williams also won by technical fall, and Pindell also had a major decision. On to the next duel where the Warriors faced off in a three-way between Gladstone and South Albany. Forfeits played heavily in the Gladstone duel with only five bouts taking place on the mat. In those matchups, the Gladiators had a 3-2 advantage. The Warriors scored just 42 points on the seven forfeit wins. Of the two matchups that the Warriors did win and wrestle, they were very impressive as Blaze Pindell pinned his opponent in just 10 seconds 
while Connor Cohn followed, taking twice as long, pinning it and pinning his opponent in 20 seconds. So the Warriors won two bouts in a row in a total of just 30 seconds. What a showing by Pindell and Cohn there. These two falls to go along with the forfeits totaled out to a 54-16 dual victory for the Warriors. 11 athletes saw action in the South Albany duel with only for, with the only forfeit coming at 182 with Blaze Pindell. Neither team had athletes at 106 and 113, resulting in double forfeits that just equaled out the points. Flomath won 8 of the 11 bouts with all the victories coming by fall. Me and Ben Hernandez kicked off things off with the first round pins. Chase Ringwald then lost a close 5-4 decision versus Kellen Hansen. Caleb Blackburn then downed his opponent in a 3-14 for the win at 138. At 160, David Griffith went into the third period before ending it on a pin in 4 minutes and 33 seconds. Jacob Williams followed as the winner in 151 at 170. Isaiah Blackburn ended his 195 bout early against his, against his opponent with a pin in 36 seconds. Cone got a fall in 115 to defeat his foe at 220 and finished as the only PHS wrestler to win twice in actual dual bouts. Joseph Choi, the heavyweight, pinned his opponent in just 49 seconds to round off the duel as the Warriors rolled to another big duel victory, scoring 54 points as a team once again. The Warriors wrestling squad will have a whirlwind of a week next week, having back-to-back-to-back three-way duels, covering their entire league schedule in a matter of three days. Holy smokes. But as we've seen, the Warriors don't back down to challenges. All around, a great pair of days for the local sports teams who will look to continue their success on the mat as well as the court. And uh, and it's just going to be a great coming weeks. And th- they're already halfway through their season. It's crazy to think it's so short. But only two weeks, halfway through the regular season, and then they'll have two more weeks, and then here we are onto the postseason. So it's going to keep going, and you better keep up, and I'll keep you all updated on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Hope you all enjoyed, and I'll see you all in the next episode.